This podcast covers mature, intense, morbid, and sometimes just scary stuff. Listener discretion is advised. You're awakened at 2 a.m. by a sound you heard downstairs. Is it just the cat? Or maybe a frogger? Paranoia takes hold in this episode of 30 Morbid Minutes. This is the podcast where we cover topics pulled from the history and headlines of today of a morbid, macabre, dark, and downright grisly nature. I'm Elise Willems. I'm Jessica Vasami. If you're as terminally online as Elise and I are, you probably have come across a series of viral TikToks in March of 2021 from a 26-year-old New Yorker named Samantha Hartso, who was living with roommates at the time in a rented apartment on Roosevelt Island. I was so absorbed in this saga, which all started when Samantha noticed a random cold draft coming from somewhere in her bathroom, which was weird because she didn't have a window or a vent. And this got her thinking and ultimately fixated on finding the source. She tracked it to the mirror above her sink. So said Samantha, I realize that it's not connected to the wall, which seems a little strange. Sometimes mirrors are only like hanging, but the cold air was a little bit suspect. So she took down the mirror, and this is one of those situations where the internet clickbait headline of, you'll never believe what this New York renter found behind her apartment mirror, actually lives up to the clickbait hype. Yeah, so behind the mirror was a hole, and that hole led to a room. Yes, a room hidden behind her bathroom vanity. Uh, what? <laughs> and what she stumbled upon was like a scenario pulled right from a horror movie, Jess. The type where you and I would be shouting at the screen for the protagonist to get the hell out of there. Uh, but power to Samantha because curiosity got the better of her. And she was like, I need to know what is on the other side of this wall. Hey, I, I think we'd both want to look too, even though I, I know we're crazy. I you know, I, anytime I watch a movie, I'm like, no, don't do it. Get but, out but of there. But then when I'm I, in it, I'm like, if I'm, I'm in look. it, mm. I'm look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, probably would look at it and uh, yeah. be the first to go. Well, so with her roommate, so I'm glad she had somebody uh, standing watch. Samantha wearing a headlamp, masked and armed with a hammer, climbed through the hole to investigate. What she found was a whole ass other apartment that had essentially been boarded off. Yeah, a vacant unit. Three bedrooms, which would be a dream to any New York resident. It was very much in a state of disrepair with exposed piping in places, ripped up flooring and old appliances. Yeah. And even more unsettling, there were also empty water bottles and trash bags. So signs that someone at some point had been there. Now, there wasn't anyone there when Samantha did her exploring, thankfully. But what if there had been? What if there had been? That was when we were all watching it on TikTok, like, unfold, and everyone was like, oh, my God, is she going to find a person in there? Yep. Um, In which case, she would have encountered what is known as a frogger. Frogging describes a situation in which someone lives in an occupied home secretly without being legally allowed or permitted to do so. Yeah, so this isn't like, you know, you're finding a magical hidden room and there's like treasure there and like, I don't know, like a wizard or a fairy. This is like a nightmare. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) um, The complete opposite of that. Because I've always wanted, like when you're younger, I've always wanted to find a secret door that opens up into this freaking Narnia world, you know? Narnia, yeah. Not this. Looking for the room of requirement. Yeah. Yeah. Not frogging. So No, frogging is mm -mm. a whole can of worms. Yeah. It's a person. It's a person, yeah. So this... 
This means, you know, living in a crawl space or like an attic basement or even within the walls. Again, it sounds like something that you would make up for a scary movie or an urban legend, but it is a real thing that is documented to have happened and it still happens and maybe more than we even think. Which is terrifying because I hear things above my room all the time and you just never know. Well, Jess and I were talking about this when like it's 2 a.m. and you hear something downstairs or in the other room in the middle of the night and you're like, oh my God, is someone in my house? But you're so tired. So you're like, well, I guess I'll let them kill me. Yeah. You're like, I'm <laughs> just, just going to hope for the best. Go back to sleep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So frogging, and it's actually not spelled the way that you would think. It's spelled no. P-H-R-O-G. And while the spelling, you know, differs from the amphibian, the name comes from the idea of leapfrog. The intruder is jumping and hopping from dwelling to dwelling like a frog. It's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> the name is so innocuous, but the actual act of it is so scary to me. Mm -hmm. And it was the title of an indie horror film back in 2014. And use of the term seemed to increase on social media after the release of the 2019 horror film, I See You, which involves an intruder engaging in frogging and wearing a frog mask a little on the nose. Yeah. According to Lifehacker, it's a risk-heavy but rent-free lifestyle, <laughs> perfect for immoral thrill seekers. So, That's one way of phrasing it. Yeah. 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 I mean, you might be wondering, what's the difference between frogging and squatting, though? Which is such a valid question and one that we are happy to answer. Yeah. So I didn't know the difference either, but like squatters occupy abandoned properties. They set up inside houses that are empty and run down or office buildings that have gone like months or years without tenants. Yeah. So in Samantha's situation, when she found those water bottles and trash and stuff, that was probably an instance of a squatter mm -hmm. who found this like weird abandoned apartment and just set up in there. Mm -hmm. Froggers, on the other hand, might post up inside someone's vacation home when they're not using it or more disturbingly give me nightmares every night, make me feel paranoid anytime I hear a stair creak or my dog looks at something weird. They're living secretly in someone's primary residence while they're away. Which is nowhere near as unsettling as the froggers who might be secretly living in your home while you're while there. While you're there. <laughs> what? While you're there. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I, not many things like unsettle me, but the idea of that is unless the frogger's doing like chores and helping me out around uh -huh, the place, uh -huh. the idea that someone is secretly living in your home, they're watching you, they're touching your shit. It, no. Like no. eating your food, doing, and yeah. And all along, I guess we're just thinking, oh, well, there's just a random creek in the house. No big deal. Yeah. Unless I came out and I found like my bed made and yeah. <laughs> yeah, laundry done, I'd be like, okay, Frogger, I see you. Yeah, I'm done with this. But Lifehacker has this funny tongue-in-cheek article on how to frog within which they provide an insightful guide on how to identify if you might be getting frogged. <laughs> and there are a few telltale signs that seem pretty consistent with the experience. Yeah, like hearing strange sounds, noises, and, you know, coming from within the walls. Yeah. And if you find objects or items or furniture, other belongings that have mysteriously gone missing or been misplaced or moved. A big one. And I don't, I have a damn turtle. You have a dog, but yeah, your pet's like being freaked out or your dog is barking, but you can't tell what, or your cat's really anxious. Yeah. yeah I think a lot of like dog cat owners have that experience where your, your pet just 
seems to like look at, there's nothing there, but they seem to like look at something. Mm-hmm. And and then it gives you that creepy feeling of, yep. is it a ghost? Is, yep. You know? Yeah. And then just overall, you, you kind of get this weird, uncanny feeling that you're being watched. Like, you know, in, in a non-frogging situation, if you felt like somebody was spying on you, you might get that feeling. Yeah. And that can just sort of breed this paranoia. And then over time, you might get increasingly aware of things not being as they seem. It gives me the creeps just thinking about somebody watching me or being in my personal space without me knowing. Because even if like they're not there to like murder you, you know, it's just the invasion of privacy. Yes. And oh, it crosses a line. Yeah. It feels makes you feel very vulnerable or invasive. Anything where a stranger kind of like corrupts your your personal little world. Yes, I think yes. Like whether that's having your car broken into or your house broken into, like those things. You just the 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 violation. That's it. Yeah, I've had somebody break in when I was in college, and they stole like a, a camera and like a TV. But that was it, you know. But did you have photos on the camera? There was. Uh, this was like back. Oh, weird. That's even creepier too. It, it was like, and this was like, dig- it was like a digital camera from back in college. So I didn't have. Maybe, maybe I had a the beginnings of like an iPhone then, um, but I still had a digital camera. And they were just like college pictures. Nothing, of course, crazy. At the bar with a long scarf and those <sighs> slouchy boots. <laughs> Two thousand eight. Yep. yep. <laughs> but I remember just feeling. Not upset about my camera or TV, but I remember just feeling like utterly disgusted and grossed out that somebody had come into my space in my home somewhere I considered mm-hmm. safe and took from me. Yeah. And I think that's like the big universal feeling that comes out of this, the, the violation. Mm-hmm. And when I was kind of like looking into stories, some that we're going to talk about now of people who had frogging experiences, that was the big thing that they took from it. Yeah. Um, including the first family uh, that we're going to talk about in our frogging story time, James and Brittany Campbell and their kids. Yeah, the Campbells were featured in a series called Frogging Hider in My House, which provides all kinds of (laughs) insane nightmare fuel. (laughs) This show's wild. So here is the story of the Campbells. Shortly after marrying, James and Brittany moved to Hawaii with James's two kids from his previous relationship. And things were peachy keen and all gray living in their newfound paradise until all kinds of unusual stuff started happening in their home. One day, James and Brittany noticed that packed boxes in their garage were opened and the contents had been taken and strewn about. It was odd, but they chalked it up to just the kids messing with stuff. Yeah. You know, they kind of were like, this was the common thread with this where they just sort of started thinking, oh, their kids are not cleaning up and... Whatever. Um, But then Brittany started getting kind of paranoid because she would hear the front door slam out of nowhere. And then she kept finding unlocked doors that James claimed he had locked. And it kind of started like some fights in their relationship because she'd be like, I told you to lock that door. And he'd say, I did lock it before bed. Mm. And so she had this intuition, this feeling that there was something more happening here, but was met with skepticism by James, who was just kind of thinking that she had nerves because they were in a new place and their life was undergoing this transition. So, But then something happened to him, right? Jess? No. <laughs> yeah. Until one evening, James was 
playing the piano downstairs and saw what looked like the shadow of a person on the other side of the sliding glass door. The shadow appeared to be just watching and listening. So James got up and left thinking it was a nosy or annoyed neighbor. Yeah, he just left the room and was like, I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> See, that's what that's gonna be our downfall. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta eat you. some I need a snack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and I would be like, oh, okay, well, uh, you stand there and watch. We're gonna go get some chips. Um, and then stuff went off the crazy end here because he was just sort of glancing at the fact that they had this desk calendar that the family used on one of the desks. And he was sort of looking at it and he saw this note on one of the dates and it read, your rehabilitation starts today. Do as I did. Choose a house, clean it, set up devices. Like, Wait, what? What? The- what is that? Yeah. So yeah. he thought like maybe Brittany wrote it as some like inspirational mantra He really did not want to believe anything weird was going on. (laughs) This guy was an ostrich burying his head in the sand. Okay. He really, like, if I saw that written somewhere, I'd be like, what does that mean? I would not think like me. My husband wrote that. I'd be like, this sounds like the ramblings of a mad person. So the dam finally broke one night when the family was going to the movies. And then Brittany went to get like this cozy blanket to bring with them and she couldn't find it. And then the kids insisted that they didn't know where it was either. They sort of looked all over the house and nobody knew where this blanket was. But when the family returned home, the blanket just magically reappeared. And so that was the tipping point And Brittany definitely felt vindicated. Yeah, it was an, ex- an instance where everyone knew that they couldn't find the blanket. And then they saw it right there. So yep. no one could gaslight her and be like, yep. no. In September 2019, the family traveled to the mainland U.S., but they came back a little bit early from their projected travel dates. And when they did get home, oof, they found James's bike in the driveway and then their garage open and trashed. So James grabbed a sledgehammer and went to investigate, but found that the front door jammed. He managed to crack it open only to find a man peeking through the door trying to push it back closed. Oh, my gosh. As they wrestled uh, on their opposite sides of the door, the man, like, eerily calm said, this is not your house. You've got the wrong house. That is like terrifying. pushing him out of their home. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I was thinking that Simpsons episode where the Carnies steal their house. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you know the one, I don't. but, like, they just trick this father and son, like, trick Barton Homer and the family out of the house. And then they're like, nope, it's our house now. <laughs> See, that's a more pleasant thought. I got real chills with him saying, this is not your house. You've got the wrong house. And mm-hmm. somebody else is in, which is very well my house, saying these things, yeah. knowing that all along mm. they've been here. Uh. Yeah, so Brittany called 911. You know, James managed to pull the man out into the yard, who was also wearing James's clothes. And the guy tells the couple, don't worry, I fed your cat. Oh my gosh. And Brittany's like, she's so freaked out. And she was worried about the cat. But so she runs inside and then finds that it looked like the man was doing an inventory of everything they had in their home. So he had pulled out all their stuff, scattered it around, piled it, organized it throughout the living room, dining room, including all of James's musical equipment. Oh my God. And his idea of feeding the cat also was animal abuse, since the poor thing was stuffed inside a puppy training cage without any water. So the police get there and they handcuff and they take this guy away. 
Bizarrely, while the home was trashed, the man had done all of the laundry for the two boys, made their beds, leaving the rooms in pristine condition. <sighs> Which I feel like is so much creepier because it just, it's like, what did he have planned for them? Yeah. Um, because then go over to James and Brittany's room and it was not lovingly uh, organized and cleaned. There was a towel set out on the bed with knives on it. Yeah, and they also discovered that the man had been using an obsolete laptop of theirs. So on it, they found like a, a journal-like text document titled The Omnivore Trials, A Rehabilitation for Rat-Like People. What is- This is the name of my memoir. Yeah, what? But, what is um... any of this stuff? He's, he's a, <laughs> you're right, a madman. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, really and truly, we're going to get to it, but he definitely has some, um, you know, stuff going on, but- They dug a little bit deeper into his notes and Brittany found that he was documenting intimate details about the family and their lives. So, for example, he knew and wrote about how James and Brittany were trying to have a baby. Yeah, and perhaps even more disturbing, if possible, the journal revealed that the man had darker plans for his family, including perhaps trying to perform surgeries on them, suggested by his notes and internet search history. Yeah, he was going to rehabilitate the rat-like people mm-hmm. through surgery. Um, also on that computer, Brittany found a video he had recorded, which was sort of like a tutorial on ways to change your outer appearance, as it was titled. And Brittany felt like this was mocking her because she was somebody who did her makeup at her vanity every day and would watch makeup tutorials So it seemed like he was recording a video that resembled one of the tutorials she watched. Yeah. Super creepy. And messed up. It was was just so twisted. And Brittany felt especially violated knowing that the man had been sitting naked in her chair and using her things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the police, they look at all of this. And of course, he is charged with felony burglary. But he gets released with supervision. Um, And if that, that were me... If knowing this guy was back out there, I would be so shaken up. And the family was. But, um, gosh, things get much worse because there is a major plot twist that happens next. But before we get to that huge plot twist, a word from our sponsors. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Jess, you and I are people with a lot of sensitivities. That is for sure. (laughs) Yes, the holiday season is coming and it can bring up a lot of emotions. You know, it's natural to feel sad and anxious this time of year. Also, it's dark at 430. Where you are. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't help. No, 530 here. Yeah, I'm already like in bed at seven now. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, But adding something new and positive to your life can help counteract some of those feelings. And you've already added me. So what else could you could you possibly add? That's true. True. Well, there is one thing, and that is going to therapy. It can be one of those bright spots amid stress and change to ground you and give you the tools to manage everything going on. Yeah, I actually um, have a therapy session Tuesday uh, next week, and I leave Tuesday evening to go to Thanksgiving. And uh, I am very thankful for this therapy appointment because my family has been at odds this year. My parents are divorced about like who's getting the kids and how much time and like this is still going on at at age 35. So um, Mm -hmm, therapy mm -hmm. actually is like 
going to give me that session. I'm going to just talk about the holidays and it's going to give me all the tools and everything I need to like be like armed and ready to go into dealing with my family. <laughs> oh yeah. I bet therapists are dealing with a lot this time of year. Oh, for sure. And, <laughs> Soon, and yeah. you know, if, if you are starting to think about therapy, like give better help a try. Yes. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Mm-hmm. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 30mm today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 30mm. The holidays are basically here now and HelloFresh can help take the stress out of dinner by delivering everything you need to cook up tasty meals right to your door. This is a hectic season, Jess. Okay, I'm in the line, checkout line, standing there trying to buy you the perfect gift, okay? (laughs) I don't have time to do the things in life that I usually do. I need to skip that extra grocery store trip and instead get fresh ingredients and delish, delish recipes delivered with HelloFresh. You know, the perfect gift for me is food. Like if you made me a cooked meal. I could get you HelloFresh. No, that would, yeah, but you cook it. That yeah. would make oh, me so happy. Oh, 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 but the gift is me giving you ingredients to cook. Oh. I mean, I would I would love to cook you HelloFresh. What am I saying? Yeah, I mean, it's that extra, extra dash of love. In there. We, oh, that is actually very true. That is so true. Like for Thanksgiving, uh, holidays coming up, like you could just don't even have to go to the store. Like this is what we're making. Everything's already mm-hmm. here. Let's cook together. Mama Mia, what are we going to cook, Jess? Exactly. You can choose, though, over 45 weekly recipes and over 100 curated picks from the HelloFresh market. They've even got 15-minute meals that help you get a wholesome meal on the table in less time than it takes to get delivery. Yeah. And like we said, if you're hosting this season, HelloFresh Market has just what you need to please an entire crowd. From photo-worthy charcuterie boards to mouth-watering desserts, just pick your meals, decide on a delivery date, and sit back. You know, and Elise, the most wonderful time of the year is also the most delicious. So enjoy every bite of the holiday season with HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 30MM free and use code 30MM free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash 30MM free with code 30MM free. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Okay. Plotist, here we go. The guy goes and burglarizes the local Buddhist center. So he's taken into custody again, and this time he's held in jail for psychological evaluation. And this is when he allegedly murders his cellmate. Mm-hmm. And if I was one of the members of the Campbell family and I heard about that, I would just be like, oh my God, what do I do? I'm, you know, thankfully now. He's behind bars, though, still. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the whole thing deeply affected the family on a psychological level, ultimately causing them to uproot their lives. Yeah, because this big dramatic thing happened for them. But there's like there's no support group for this. Mm-mm. Right. There's nobody that you can like go and talk to that we know of. Mm-hmm. And so they just kind of had to live with it. And if that were me, I would just I, I don't know that I could ever trust anywhere I lived after that. I would feel like I would need to fully frog proof my home. Yeah. And finding like I've gotten some uh, raccoons in my attic twice now over the past year. 
And I, I don't know, I would, I know it's a tiny little hole and whatnot, but I would have somebody up in the attic, like co- closing all whole. I don't know. I would just, I'd be a little OCD about it for sure. Yeah. I'd rather have raccoons than people. Definitely. But the fact that like it, you know, you could just like get in there. Like how, yeah. how easy is it to get into the attic? And then from there, obviously into the house. You could have a little person. Yeah. Like a tiny, like a, like a, what are they called? Like they're kind of like the fairies, but they have a specific name and what then they kind of like live in the walls and. Yes. I forgot the name um, of it, but I know what you're talking about. Uh, that'd be so cool. It, that would be cool. <laughs> but see, that's what I mean. It's like, if this is like a Narnia type thing, that's fine and cool and I'm down with it, but uh, not this. <laughs> Okay, but then paint a scenario for you here. I live in your walls. Oh, no. But I do cool stuff for you. Like what? Like I maybe like make you food or... That was the first thing I was thinking. Sing to you. Uh, mm. I sing you to sleep. No, I, no. The food thing's fine. You can make me snacks. Well, this- back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know what? I changed my mind. I don't want to make snacks. I only want to stay. So <laughs> I could sing you in the morning. I could sing you to sleep. Oh, Jesus. You know. oh, Lord. So, yeah, there's no support system for froggers that we know of. But maybe now with shows like this that exist or, you know, the higher in my house, people can actually connect and share their experiences. Yeah. But on the flip side, Lifehacker alleges that there is a supposed underground community of froggers, unfortunately. How do I get in on this? Do you want they that? <laughs> I just want to. I just want to see what they're discussing because it all sounds so creepy. And obviously, get some of these people, you know, some accountability yeah. here for this behavior. But yeah, apparently they chat and share tips on dark web message boards about how to dodge detection and live hidden in strangers' homes. And rumor has it, we'll also try to one-up each other by posting videos of their success stories. It's pretty sick. Yeah, their success stories are like other people's worst nightmares. Yeah. And um, speaking of nightmares, the case we're about to talk about is just that. Retired Massachusetts detective Tom Lane told Annie True Crime about a frogging case he investigated way back in 1986 that stayed with him. This is a notorious case in the true crime community, so maybe you've heard about mm-hmm. it. And it is also notorious about uh, where it happened in Massachusetts. A 17-year-old teen named Daniel LaPlante was stalking a 15-year-old fellow team named Tina Bowen. He hid in the Bowen home in a wall cavity next to the bathroom that was no wider than about six inches and set up shop in a triangular nook in the house cellar. Yeah, it seemed like he had this weird obsession with Tina, and then he basically started tormenting the whole family, making them feel paranoid by moving things, eating their food, making strange noises, not unlike what the Campbell family experienced. Yeah, he'd he'd change like TV channels when no one was looking and and scrawl weird messages on the walls using condiments from the fridge. A knife was also found pinning a family photograph to the wall. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, just things. <laughs> oh. Um, on December 8th, 1986, the family returned home from being out and they discovered that someone had used a toilet while they were gone. I'd be doing this to Jess a lot uh, if I was frogging Absolutely her. Absolutely, you would be. <laughs> It'd be mostly toilet stuff. That's why I, then I would know it was you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the dad, Frank, he searched the house and he found the plant in a wardrobe with his face painted and he was wearing a ninja mask and brandishing a hatchet. So, I mean, 
And both of these stories were clearly dealing with somebody who is experiencing mental illness. Yep. You know, is the the context here. Um, yeah. As, as, as like tragic and violent as they are, I feel like that is where this is coming from. He held Tina, her sister, father, and a friend hostage until Tina managed to escape through a window to go get help. Yeah, and he managed to get away from authorities, but he did later try to come back to harass the family, and that failed. It's unfortunate that he wasn't held sooner because he later murdered a woman named Priscilla Gustafsson and her two children, which led to a mass manhunt. And currently, he is serving three back-to-back life sentences in prison. Yeah. So this this one, it, you know, it got real dark. Yeah. And um, it is the scenario where the worst ends up happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. A handful of celebrities have actually been victims of frogging. Like in 2013, a man broke into Jennifer Lopez's Hamptons home and lived in her pool house for a week before workers on site noticed him. Gosh, like, I mean, I imagine, you know, her home is probably pretty big. Yeah, like, because I was thinking, like, while we've been talking, I've been thinking about my own house. I'm like, but where would they hide? Because I have a smaller house and there's not a lot of like nooks and crannies and except for the damn attic with the raccoons are. But I'm like, damn attic. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Unless there was a space, you like a crawl space or something that you did not realize existed. True. Yeah, but I immediately went to like big houses. Yeah, I mean, because this is not even like the main house too. This is a pool house. Yeah. So how often are they even living mm-hmm. or using this pool house? Mm-hmm. P. Diddy, a.k.a. Sean Combs, had a similar incident also at his Hamptons home. Seeing a pattern mm-hmm. here. In 2012, this guy broke into his house Not only did that, but he also ate Diddy's hot sauce, swam in his pool, (laughs) used his toothbrush. And apparently he had the intention of living there for upwards of 17 days. I don't know why 17 days. That feels like a very specific amount of days. It does. It does. My favorite part is that he, like out of everything, it was Diddy's hot sauce. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Diddy's hot sauce. (laughs) The toothbrush is fine. Yeah, that's, you know, it's like, okay. Because, mm-hmm. like, if there was some sort of, like, obsession with P. Diddy or, like, oh, I can't believe I'm using his toothbrush, but it's the hot sauce that's so yeah. interesting to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he was busted in 24 hours. Yeah, didn't make it the 17 days. Nope. Nope. And in one of uh, the wildest stories, the late singer George Michael had a stalker who lived under the floorboards in his home for four days before leaping out to surprise him. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. This one's wild. Um, George Michael was hearing strange noises coming from under the flooring in the living room of his London home, like the telltale heart. Yeah. He told uh, GQ, I had no idea she was under there. I was talking to a friend one night and thought I heard my name being called out. Then she suddenly presented herself. She had been there for four days. The only reason they eventually took her to the police station was because she punched one of them. Oh my God. I don't mean to laugh. It's just such an interesting thing. Yeah. But also like that's what it took. Yeah. I, yeah. In 2023, podcaster Jessica Vasami uh, oh, learned that her co host, Elise Wimmel. Will- oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, no, is she, are you about to tell the future or something? Like, this is about to yeah. happen to me. Oh, it's just you. Maybe. You just, if I put it out into the world, will it happen? You just pop up in all my nightmare scenarios. There's a common theme here. Well, because you're always thinking of me. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Just always thinking about you. Yeah. So frogging, it can happen to anyone, it seems. It can happen to a celebrity. It can happen to just a normal family. 
which begs the question, what do you do if it is happening to you and how do you protect yourself against it? Well, I mean, if yeah, if I encountered a frogger in my home, I'd immediately call the police. Mm-hmm. And if they get punched, they might do something about it. <sighs> if not, check spaces in your home you don't use regularly, which to Jessica, to your to what you were saying about your home, maybe from the inside of your home, you think, oh, this is only the square footage of my home. You don't realize that there's like this... Mm-hmm crawl space area that you could access from the outside or you know you think like you bet your butt like as soon as we're done with this i'm scouting my house like every nook and cranny i'm going outside the house i'm going inside i'm gonna be getting a ladder i'm on the roof you know i'll fall down break a bone you need to come visit me in the hospital i heal i come back i'll be there first thing your eyes open (laughs) who do you met and you're just looking at me and you're like were you just looking for me yeah you yeah <laughs> <laughs> but also you know like set up some security cameras if you can that that's would be super helpful too yeah i feel like ring bells uh ring doorbells mm-hmm. are maybe something that makes frogging a little a little harder now yeah take stock of and monitor your belongings because so many of these people it seems have got tipped off because they notice things just out of place yeah get a dog i don't know that would be great for mm-hmm. you. Just that that just brings yeah. peace and happiness anyway. But the, but animals, yeah, they notice things. Yeah. Just get a dog anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> just for your mental and emotional health or health. That's yeah. It's just good for you. Unless they're like my dog and they're so friendly they would just befriend the frogger. Oh no. no. <laughs> um that's that's absolutely what would happen. That's like situation. so sweet and so cute, but also like, oh yeah. You know, I need you to protect me too. Yeah. Um, well, this is definitely all nightmare fuel. It really is. And... It's terrifying. Like, I have to say, like, I know demons scare me and everything, but like the quote that happened, uh, the quote of the man inside that happened to Brittany and her family of just like, this isn't your house Ugh. is like, while he was in there and you could see his eye, like, it's just so, oh, that feeling of it cuts like right to your core. Yeah. And and I feel like there are so many plots of scary movies where someone is just getting their reality warped around them and it's beyond their control. And that's how that you, I feel like that's what it is too, is you feel like your life is being taken out of your hands. Yes. That was my next thing is like the word powerless where I'm like, Mm -hmm. it is no longer mine. And I, for some reason it's automatically thinking like you have all this power now, or you have everything of mine now, even if, even if it isn't the stuff, it's just the mere fact that you're in my home is so very, very scary. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, well, um, I guess I'm just gonna have to stay in the guest room then. Yeah, at least you don't have to frog around my house. You can, you're welcome here. You know, you can. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did what? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I just wanted to put on a frog mask and just boop and bop around your house. Yeah, I had this whole plan that I had to frog when I could have just no, stayed in the guest room. This you whole absolutely time. can. Yeah, I'll clean the sheets for you. Well, that's nice to know. Mm-hmm. That's nice to know. I, I will want some snacks made for me still, though. <sighs> and I will sing for you. Oh, uh, okay. That's fine. Well, um, on that note, <laughs> on that note, if you want to hear more from us, just like little, little facts and tidbits and fun things, fun, morbid things facts that we come across, please follow us on TikTok at 30 Morbid Minutes because we love 
creeping ourselves out. We want to creep you out too. We've been having a lot of fun making these TikToks. These just mm-hmm. like weird, morbid fact TikToks. And yeah, they're great. You know, mm-hmm. you just cut it. You just need the meat. That's all that's there. There's no fluff, just meat. <laughs> and you get straight <laughs> to the point. You can share it with yeah. your friends. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, we we obviously have our more conversational stuff on this show. But on yeah, if you want to, if you're like, I just need a little bite size morbidity mm-hmm. at 30 morbid minutes, TikTok or Instagram. No, yeah. And if you like true crime and conspiracy theories and, you know, the like, check out our friends at Red Web. They're great, too. Mm-hmm. Very like similar subject matter that you'll find for them. And they're funny guys, too. Mm-hmm. Also, we've got so much fun and cute merch in our store, store.roosterteeth.com. Yeah. Um, Some real good stuff there. 30 more bids. So check that out. Um, all right, Jess. Well, I'm going to be on the next flight over there. Okay. So Remember, get my, get my, you, you know, can come in the guest room. Please do not frog in my house. Okay. I just feel so much more comfortable in crawl spaces. All right. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. If I hear the singing, I know it's you. If I don't, oh no, who will it be? Also me. Okay. (laughs) You're just like, I just changed my mind. I just wasn't going to sing anymore. Yeah, Yeah, she's on to me now. (laughs) Bad bye, Elise. Bad bye, Jessica. 